Hey, it's the first weekend of 2020. Uh, I haven't done a podcast in about a month. It's actually probably a bit longer. The last one I did was Michael Jordan. I don't actually remember anything about it at all. I've done a lot of drinking between then and now. And um, I've done a lot of eating, <laughs> which is great. It's my favorite part of Christmas is the food. Um, but I feel like I need to get back into this in a gentle way. So I have no script for this episode like I do for some episodes. But this is going to be a rambling one. This one has a bit more of a purpose. Um as you can tell by the title, this one is all about being thankful. Um, I know the Americans have the tradition of thanks Thanksgiving. Um, is, is it like the last Thursday in November? Is Thanksgiving or something like that? Anyway, so I missed that boat, and um, you know, fuck it, it's New Year's. <laughs> I got to be more. I'm thinking. I got to be more thankful for things. That's my New Year's resolution. I say thanks more. I mean, I say thanks a lot. I'm probably the annoying guy who says thanks a bit too much, but, you know, fuck it. Can you say thanks too much? Can you be overly thankful? These are the questions that I'm not going to answer. <laughs> um, I'm thankful for a fuck ton of things. Um, and the thing that made me think about it is uh, I'm currently reading through I have been for a few years now um, the Wheel of Time series it's a, it's a book series written by Robert Jordan um, the late Robert Jordan I may say uh, finished by Brandon Sanderson my favorite living author um, there's 14 books in the series <laughs> uh, there were supposed to be 10 originally it got out of hand and then there were supposed to be 12 um, Robert Jordan died and Brandon Sanderson was left to finish it and uh, he was like alright there's one book left to do that's fine and then he had to make it into three books for it to make sense I haven't gotten to it yet I'm currently like 100 pages into book 8 uh, The Path of Daggers and there's, there are about 600 pages each these 14 books <laughs> so it's a bit of an investment but the reason I'm talking about it is because in the world of The Wheel of Time there is it's kind of a destiny thing it's the it's a force that interacts with every living creature and they call it the pattern um and there are beings in the books uh spoiler alert if you haven't read the first one but like you find out after like 10 minutes um Three of the main characters are what they call Tauverin, which means that they can they kind of alter the pattern as they go through it. So, like, you know, crazy stuff happens, like um, babies fall out of buildings and they're totally fine, or, like, they walk through a village and everyone in that village gets married the next day. Just crazy, stupid shit like that, like a lot of luck-based crap. Or, like, negotiations go really well for them. Stuff like that. Um, and I feel like everyone's got a little bit of that in their life. Some people more than others. In real life, not in the Wheel of Time, but in real life, everyone's got a little bit of pull on destiny and on the world around them. If you ask the physicists if destiny is a thing, and they looked at it logically, you'd say no, because the universe is a system, and if you know... 
anything about physics, or if you've done any sort of mathematics, applied mathematics, you can determine what's going to happen in the future based on the current state at any given moment. So if you stopped all the particles in the world and you knew the velocity of those particles, their direction they were going in, and just all that shit, you would basically know what's going to happen for the rest of time, if you could. <laughs> That's an impossible task. You can't analyze everything. Maybe there's some beings that can do it. We'd call it a god, basically. But if you look at it from a physics standpoint, destiny isn't a, is a thing. It, destiny is real. Sorry. It's, um, everything is predetermined. But f where the fuck does free will come into that? You know, you, what made you click on this podcast to listen to it? Maybe you know me personally. You probably do. And you're like, oh, what the fuck is Jack rambling about now? What's he thankful for? You know, what does free will mean? Is it anything that you have total control over? Or were you destined to listen to me ramble about rambling? <laughs> you know, what's, what's that all about? But back to my original point. I think everyone has a bit of Tauverin in them. You can influence things your own way, depending on how lucky you are or what, whatsoever. And I do genuinely feel like I'm within the top 5% of lucky people. And I've, I've allowed her back up for this. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. It's, it's, a lot of it is like happenstance shit. And uh, most of it is stuff that I've worked for. But I've gotten lucky in the last bit. Because you can't be just good. You have to be good and lucky to get things done. Because anything could fucking happen at any moment. You know, you could be, you could write a master thesis uh, solving the theory of life. And you could trip over on your way to getting it published. And it could fall into a river. And then you hit your head and you die. And then nobody reads it. You know, <laughs> that's a real fucking possibility. Luck is involved in everything. I believe so. I believe luck is a real thing because it's it's worked for me a couple of times <laughs> and I can't chalk it up to anything else other than luck. Uh, I've worked for a lot of things, like I've said, but I've been lucky a lot and I'm very thankful for whatever omniscient being has granted this luck to me. First and foremost, um, with my friends and family, They've always been very good to me. I haven't had a horrible experience with any friend or family, really. Nothing that's left me scared for the rest of my life, <laughs> you know. Where some people have those horrible experiences. And I can't begin to imagine. I can empathize and sympathize. But I can't put myself in that place because I've never had those horrible experiences. And for those... For that, I'm thankful to the people who are closest to me, because they've never inflicted that kind of pain on me, and that is one of the reasons I'm very lucky. Um, the next is for my fiance Laura, who is, without a doubt, one of the nicest people on the planet. I know I'm very biased in saying that, but, like, 100% is. Like, absolutely. She's dedicated so much of her... Like, almost all of her life to helping other people. Me included. Um, she's She teaches. That's what she does. Uh, she does art. Uh, she's helped a lot of people with special needs. And a lot of people without special needs as well who need the help. 
or people who are struggling in general, she's always there to, to help. And that's one of the things that I admire about her a lot. Um, I'm thankful for having her. Um, my buddies specifically, um, there's, I'm, I'm in a very strange situation where like my close friend group is like 50 people. It's, it's nuts. And like, we're all, we're nearly always in a group of at least 10, whatever, whatever's going on. If someone's going to the pub, there's going to be like 10 or 15 of us. It's great. And we all get on really well. Um, we all slag the fuck out of each other. Like some days it's, (laughs) it gets a bit personal, but like, that's part of the group dynamic. You laugh about it. The more personal it is, the funny, the funnier it is. And the more bone-crunchingly awful it is, the funnier it is. <laughs> that's why we love each other. Because we make each other... <laughs> we exploit each other's weaknesses, I suppose, is what you could call it. Like, very recently, um, we all went over to... Well, a lot of us went over to um, my buddy Club's place, and he made us all a fucking fantastic meal. And that was fantastic. It was it was one of the nicest meals I've had. It, it it was the nicest meal I've had this year so far, hands down, 100%. I know it's only day three, but like, <laughs> that's a dad joke for you, Robbie. Um, it was a great meal, though. And that brownie was fucking fantastic. I've, I've got to learn. i got to get that recipe from Club. <laughs> um... And a lot of those things, a lot of the relationships I've built over the years have had to do with just being in the right place at the right time, I think. Like growing up where I grew up, uh, I didn't really start hanging around with my friend group until I was like 15 or 16. And, you know, I was a completely different person before then anyway. But after that, I started hanging out with these guys and they made me, you know, a nicer person. Um, well, maybe not a nicer person, <laughs> uh, a more fun person, I guess. Um, what else am I thankful for? I'm thankful for pretty much everything that's happened to me. For everything, really. Um, I don't think I'd be the person I am even with it, without the bad stuff. If I could, if I could, had a choice of getting rid of all the bad things that have ever happened to me, I wouldn't, because I've learned a lot from them. There's a lot of bad things that have happened to me, <laughs> but like nothing awful, nothing that's leaving, I have a few permanent scares, all right, but nothing that's like crippled me emotionally or physically. Um, I'm very thankful for all of my teachers, even the shitty ones, especially the shitty ones, actually, because they were probably the most fun. <laughs> and... I'm thankful for a few lecturers in CIT, um, one of whom actually gave me a lot of guidance with a lot of things. I was dealing with a lot of depression when I was that age. I think it was just hormones hitting me a lot because I had nothing to really, that's that's the fucking thing with depression. You have nothing to be depressed over. There's no reason for you to feel that way. So you feel worse and then it just becomes a self-reciprocating circle. It's a vicious circle, really, of you feel bad. You don't know why you feel bad, but you feel bad because you feel bad, because you know you should feel good. And it's it's like you know there's no reason you should feel this way, but you do. 
that's what it was for me anyway and it lasted fucking way too long <laughs> and I don't know what it was that took me out of it um, I think it was I'm not gonna lie it was probably drugs helped <laughs> um, well I don't know if they helped but you know they opened my mind to different experiences and all that but a big part of what took me out of it was uh, a lecture in the college I went to he took me out of class one day well he sent me an email saying that he wanted to talk um, I had gone through three years of engineering and it was in the fourth and final year and I had just fucking given up I was just like totally not interested anymore I was going to classes sometimes and I just had no interest at all I was done with it you know um, like that I think depression had a, a big impact on it because I wasn't sleeping either really and I was just constantly tired and awful I was a grouchy fuck really <laughs> I was in an awful way but he kind of took me aside asked me what was wrong kind of told me that you know I shouldn't have been failing anything there's no reason I should have been because he'd been with he'd been my lecturer for the last three years he'd never seen me that bad before now I'd failed things before but that's because they were difficult rather than me just giving up I was failing easy shit really because I didn't care anymore um, but he took me aside asked me what was wrong we talked for a couple hours and he really put in the time and I I do have to go back and thank him like in person someday I'll buy him a pint or something but um, he's one of the main reasons that I made it through college without a doubt like 100% wouldn't have done, done it without him and then he helped me after college Again, my luck comes true. He uh, sent out an email um, to me about a job in Limerick. Like two months after I left school, I was delivering pizzas. Um, and this email came through about a job in Limerick. And that uh, you contact this person if you're interested. So I sent out the email to, my, to the person. And... Um, Got a reply saying that I should come up and visit on this day, at this time, blah, blah, blah. These are the directions. Went in. I had sorted out the interview, right? Let me paint a picture for you. I had gotten up at five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I did a bit of research, looked up everything about the place I was going to work um, a couple of days beforehand. And I got up at five o'clock in the morning and I sat in my car, drove up to Limerick. Don't get me wrong now, it doesn't take, like, the interview was at 10 o'clock. It does not take five hours to drive from where I lived at the time to Limerick. It takes about an hour and a half. I was just, you know, I'm one of these people who are overly prepared for shit. Most of the time. So, I got up, drove to Limerick, <laughs> got there at, like, half past six, and I was like, fuck, <laughs> I've got three and a half more hours before this interview. So I sat there and I formulated a plan for how the interview was going to go. I was going to tell him all about my experience with engineering, how as a child I had taken things apart to see how they worked and then tried to put them back together mostly successfully. I still have nightmares about being given out to about taking the TV apart with that one day, but that's beside the point. Um, I, had, I basically had this whole thing mapped out and I had it all 
in my head I was going to be as confident I was going to be smart I was going to get the fucking job and I walked in and uh, my current boss was like when do you want to start <laughs> that was the whole interview he was like you don't seem crazy when do you want to start he just literally he talked to me for like five minutes asked me how I got it in college and if I had a driver's license and if I was interested in working there and I said yes and I've been there for three years now I'm now a senior engineer there it's crazy you know um, that's like that's my luck I think playing into it a lot of it is me working for it but you know if I didn't there was a lot of those emails came through and I was like eh, not interested or I was interested and I'm like eh, I'll just I'll get back to it later and then I completely forget about it but I was I remember getting the email I had dropped Laura up to her work experience at the time and I was sitting in the car outside and I took my phone out of my pocket randomly well not randomly I'm addicted to my phone so you know that was bound to happen eventually saw the email clicked on it and there it was just you know luck and good fortune and probably my relationship with that lecture it was pretty good at the time <laughs> but you know um, a lot of things in life you have to work for but some things just happen like, a, like good things most of the time and I found that like people in general are good they'll always not always they'll mostly try to help um, even if you think someone is being nasty to you they're usually just trying to help in some sort of way most of the time some people don't get me wrong some people are fucking dickheads <laughs> they are they are fucking dickheads and to them I don't know what to say really because you're you were a child too at one point you also didn't know anything so maybe you've just had shitty experiences and I've only had well mostly good experiences and you've maybe had mostly bad experiences and I've just you know talked shit about being lucky and nobody can be lucky look the most the luckiest thing that ever happened to me is i was born in a first world country you know that's that's miles luckier than most people on the planet i could have been born in fucking southern sudan and what the fuck would i have done then you know but there are just advantages that you have no control over and i'm not going to apologize for that that's nothing I I didn't pick to live here. I didn't pick to live at all. That's also very lucky. I, was, I looked up the, the chances of you being born, like specifically your sperm and the egg that you fermented from. Uh, once, and I can't remember what it was, but it's some astronomically ridiculous number. And it makes you think about how fucking crazy it is that anyone exists at all. You know? And how minuscule major problems are. The, one of my favorite things to do is on a quiet night go out and look at the stars. And a lot of people think I'm a bit crazy for thinking this way. Every time I bring it up, people are like, it does not make you feel sad. But it makes me feel like humble as I look into space and I realize how fucking insignificant everything humans do is. It doesn't matter at all, regardless of what you do. It could be the most horrendous shit ever. The universe 
won't give a single fuck about you. You are a tiny little speck on a tiny little speck in a cluster of tiny little specks over in a very tiny little cluster of tiny little specks. You're, you, you don't matter. I mean, you do to other people. You do matter. <laughs> don't take it the wrong way. But to the universe as a whole, the Earth could just ex it could fucking catastrophically explode and it would have tiny, minuscule and insignificant effects on the universe as a whole. And that just gives me great pause, great pause, really. And it, it really emphasizes one of my favorite say sayings is don't sweat the small stuff. And it's all small stuff. And, you know, on the grand scheme of things, everything we do is small stuff. Absolutely everything is. Uh, another one of my fucking favorite sayings is pressure is for tires. Because it is, you know, what's, there's no point in getting worked up over something that you're worried about. There's no, like, worry is, I know talking about worry is, uh, it's a strange thing with some people. Because people are worriers. <laughs> Laura is a worrier. She doesn't have worrying for both of us. Because um, I don't worry about fucking anything. I really don't. Um, you could tell me the most horrendous thing ever and I'll just... You know, I'll try to help. I'll try to fix it. That's what I do. I fix things. But worrying is something that I've kind of trained myself to not do. I don't know how I did it. Um, I think it's the logic part of my brain taking over again. Just kind of... I know it doesn't help, so I don't do it. That's that's my fucking secret. <laughs> About worrying. It's, that's how I'm so laid back. If you've ever met me in person, you like... I'm pretty much as horizontal as people come, you know. And a lot of that has to do with I'm I'm fucking enormous and I'm not really under threat from anyone uh, physically. Um, unless you have got a gun, then I'm fucked. <laughs> but, um, but I don't think I'm going to get into a conf confrontation with anyone because I'll talk my way out of it because I'm so fucking laid back about it. Um, you know, I've got a, a plan for every ridiculous situation and every ridiculous situation isn't going to happen so why worry about it you know and if it does happen then you deal with it yeah there's that's my philosophy anyway um how did this turn into me talking about fucking philosophy um <laughs> I, was, I was being thankful for shit uh <laughs> i'm thankful to all the people of ireland for paying my wage because i work for the government <laughs> it's great um I'm finally at a point in my life where I can actually be comfortable. You know, I've got a nice nine to five job. I've a good salary. I've timed myself after five o'clock. I can do a fucking podcast if I want to. You know? No, don't get me wrong. <laughs> no. This goes against me saying that I was busy for the last couple of weeks and I haven't been doing podcasts, but this is my uh, apology to anyone who's waiting for one. Um, I was fucking busy. It was Christmas. You were busy too, you know it. Uh, and look, I'm not the most reliable guy most of the time. I'm going to try to be in the future, and I always try to be. That's that's the main thing, is I try to be reliable. Uh, but yeah, I'm fucking, I'm lucky as shit, man. Like, realistically, when I started uh, working 
where I work now, there was a general raffle. Um, if you got a vaccine, um, I work in a hospital. And they do they give vaccines out to the staff and every every year um they do a raffle as part of it as a way to incentivize people to get the the vaccine which you know i think you should get the fucking vaccine anyway that's enough of incentive is like would you not like to avoid the flu one of my buddies has the flu right now and he's nearly fucking dead (laughs) he's not nearly dead he's just you know he's just very fucked up um you'll be all right (laughs) but um as part of that you enter a a draw and I won two things in that draw. <laughs> there was, like, I think there's 3,000 employees in the hospital I work in, just in that grounds. And I think they said, like, something like 30%. So, like, a 1,000 people um, entered this draw of, like, 20 prizes. And I won two of them. I don't know how I won two of them. I assume they would, I thought they would have taken my name out after I won the first one. But I won two prizes. I won a gift voucher for a sports store and I won fucking glasses for uh, shit. they were like champagne glasses for ice cream I don't know I gave them to my mum but that's fucking stupid that's crazy <laughs> you know I was on Twitter then I was on the official hospital Twitter they took a photo of me so they came up for two prizes and they didn't believe me that's how lucky I am <laughs> I'm afraid to buy a lottery ticket sometimes I've, I've never bought one I don't, I could just, I just win instantly. Is that what happens? You know? Maybe it is. Maybe I should go fucking buy one. I actually don't know how to buy a lottery ticket. I don't know how to make a bet either in bookies. You know? I think I'll, that's something I'm afraid to admit in front of the, the lads. <laughs> so I don't really know how to make a bet. Other than online, because I assume you just click buttons. But I don't know how to fill out the bet form and, you know, go up. I'm afraid I just look like an idiot. I'd just be like, 100 euro on this guy. Actually, no, I'd never be like, 100 euro on this guy. I'd be like, 2 euro on this guy. If I was feeling frisky. But, yeah. I'm the luckiest guy on the planet. Hands down. Well, within the top 5%. You know. Everything everything is coming up Millhouse, as they say. Everything's going swimmingly well. And this year is going to be a big year for me, in more ways than one. Uh, I'm getting married at the end of this year. Oh, those of you who didn't know, um, <laughs> I think I think everyone knows at this point. But there's a lot of other big things that are going to happen this year, and uh, I'm excited about it. Hopefully, World War Three doesn't break out because you know that would be shit for everyone. But I think what's going to happen, right? This is my prediction for what's going on. If you ha- if you're not aware, in the the fucking in the news at the moment, uh, the U.S. just killed an Iranian general, and the supreme leader, oh, the supreme leader. I don't know what they call his title is, but the leader of Iran is um, has promised retribution, and I think what's going to happen is they're going to attack Israel, right? Because <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to fucking attack America because. That's guaranteed, like, no more anything for you. Um, I think they're going to attack Israel in some way and just fuck up American interests there. Um, 
because they have stated that that assassination was a declaration of war. Now, I don't know anything about this guy, but I have heard that he's a terrorist, and I've heard from some actual Iranian citizens that he's a fucking terrorist. But, you know, what the fuck do I know? I'm an Irish guy who didn't know he existed until this morning, so, you know, fuck it. <laughs> Let's see what happens. That's my prediction, though. That's my wild card. Yeah, sure, that probably happened. Right. Enjoy the new year, lads. Um, thanks for listening to my ramblings. I'm thankful for mostly everything, and especially for you for listening to the show. Um, thanks. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the podcast. If you would like to contact me, you can tweet me at PodcastSpark, or you can comment in the comment section down below. If you would like to contribute to the Spark podcast, there's also a Patreon link where you can opt in to buy me a coffee once a month. I'd greatly appreciate it because coffee is what this whole thing is run on. Thank you very much for listening. Bye-bye.